Thanks for joining us. This is the EWN Podcast Network. Hello, my friends, and welcome to Rev with Rachel, where we recreate, enlighten, and vibrate in our radiance. I am Reverend Dr. Rachel Whetstone, but you can call me Rachel. This podcast is the place to learn about really feeling our emotions, mastering the mind, being aware of our energy, and tuning into our own body's intuition for the purpose of living in bliss, freedom, peace, love, and what I call our godly potential. I am thrilled that this episode is brought to you by the Rev with Rachel affiliate, Source Code Meditation and Higher Brain Living, something that's been very transformational and liberating for my own life. It's an online education and meditation practice for awakening and energizing your higher brain and expressing your most radiant, authentic self. You can go to the show notes to get my referral link. And once you are on the Source Code Meditation page, click the Learn More button under the Nine Summits of Transformation online. And I would love to stay connected with you. If you want updates about Rev with Rachel and living a Rev life, please go to drrachelw.com, enter your name and email address, and I will send you a free uh, couple of gifts. One is Rachel's Nine Happiness and Healing Essentials, and also my new video class, Radical Radiant Growth. I have an app also that will support you on your inner healing journey to express your truest, most radiant self. Go to rachelapp.com for the download links and sign up for a free subscription to additional features. Today's show is Transforming Love Life Karma by Breaking the Laws of Love with Lauren K. Wyatt. Lauren is the founder of Love Renegades, a coaching company that helps soul-driven, self-aware, and intelligent people create and grow relationships that reflect their most empowered and healed selves. Since 2012, Lauren has worked directly with hundreds of individuals to heal their hearts, reconnect with their spiritual power, and break the laws of love, a Love Renegades term for identifying and dismantling fear-based patterns, unplugging from other people's advice, and instead using with your heart and truth to create and grow romantic relationship, something most struggle to do, irrespective of their profession, title, or earnings. Through her work as a love psychic, coach, and illusion dismantler, Lauren has witnessed clients step into worthiness and create an abundance of love for themselves in their romantic partnerships and in other parts of their lives. This sounds amazing, Lauren. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. And as you gave your introduction about your work, I was just so vibing with it. Oh, I love it so much. I'm like, I need the nine, the nine happiness, whatever, whatever you said. Yeah. Awesome. Beautiful. Yeah, so, well, it's an honor to connect with you. I'm, it's, I'm, it's just a pleasure that Stacy Quas referred you to me for the podcast. And uh, right away, I knew I had to have you on because we haven't had uh, an episode yet just about relationships. And, you know, people will listen to this podcast at any time. But right now, um, it's, about 20, it's 2019 and we're approaching Valentine's Day. And so this is a fun topic to share with you today. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm so excited to dive in. Yeah. So start with, you use awesome words that I'm excited to have you expand upon, like love renegades and break the laws of love. But what about your own story? So I usually find people who are helping people in these deep soulful ways have their own story and journey of, of finding this within themselves. 
Oh my gosh. So you are so correct in that. I went through a period of complete disconnection from my divinity, from, as you would say, Rachel, from my godly self. Uh, I felt like life was meaningless and I found a lot of love and support in a relationship that I had at the time. And this was 10 plus years ago. Mm -hmm. And I realized I'm not living my full potential. I knew I was disconnected. I didn't know why, but with as far as uh, my mind would allow me to see, I thought that the reason, the way I could handle this was to join the Peace Corps. Mm -hmm. So I applied for the Peace Corps. I told my boyfriend and his response was to break up with me. Mm -hmm. And I was... I was devastated and my, my heart was broken. I was even more disillusioned. Uh, I was feeling depressed. And then I was rejected from the Peace Corps because of a health issue that I had in my body. Mm. And, Aww. you know, yeah. So it was this really just crazy time for me. And what ended up happening is... I was led to this woman who continues to be uh, one of my spiritual mentors and advisors today. Mm -hmm. And she really supported me in putting things in perspective. And after having this energy healing session with her, I began to really start to connect with my heart, with my divine self, the, the godliness within me. And I started to just make choices that were more loving. For instance, I'd met this incredible man who was going through his own, his own changing journeys, his own um, period of growth at the time. And and I started to love myself and just take better care of me. And I healed my body. And I realized that that brought me to this new place where I was connected with my heart and I allowed love to lead the way. And then I realized that my relationships, namely the relationship with myself and my divine self and my relationship with my new partner, who's now my husband and all of the learning that I did in my previous relationships, mm. that all of it allowed me to really start to do things on my soul's terms instead of what I had been taught. Mm. Right. I love uh, that. And no one, I mean, I shouldn't say no one, but many of us are, are not, growing up with people who are sharing these kinds of topics with us. Oh, oh. right. Not, not that I know of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think I maybe met a couple people that were like, Oh yeah, well my grandmother, this or my mom, this, and they kind of felt that this was always part of their language. And I'm like, oh, wow, wow. Amazing. Yeah, what would that <laughs> Now we have an idea of what that would be like, but as you said, it's not the norm. 
yeah. by far. Yeah. So now tell me more about like, what do you mean by transforming love life karma? Okay. So what I, what I've learned over the last few years is this very simple definition of karma. And when I say karma, what I mean is every choice has a consequence. And sometimes we are in relationships where our needs aren't being met or we're experiencing just these these heartbreaking and these really disheartening patterns or themes Mm -hmm. in, in our love life, right? And we can get really, uh, I mean, I know I did. And if you're anything like me, um, if your listeners can relate to this, when we experience something often enough, we start to think that it's true. Mm -hmm. Like for instance, I'm never going to be understood by anybody that I date, or I'm always going to be sacrificing who I am to accommodate um, what this other person expects from me. And when we, when we start to believe that, we start to make choices in our relationships and we start to think that that's true. And then, of course, we end up generating karma or, or results where, unfortunately, what we think is true that maybe like people are takers, that we are not loved the way that we want, we can really, really just get in this space. I know that I did a feeling like this is like the best it's going to get. Mm -hmm. And when we transform our love life karma, what that means is we we heal ourselves, we come back into connection with that divine self, and we start to listen to our heart. Because our heart has such beautiful wisdom. Mm-hmm. And when we're listening to what our, our partner wants us to do, or what these people, um, or what like the dating, or what we perceive of the dating world, what the dating world expects of us, what society wants for us, Mm-hmm. It can feel so limiting and suffocating. And then any motivation that we have <laughs> to have our relationships, it can just get stifled. Mm-hmm. So if anybody has ever felt that way, you can transform that karma by first admitting what you're, how you feel about it, what your experience is about it. And you can start to make new choices. And this is where breaking the laws of love comes into play. That's when you start to think for yourself and you start to say, you know what, this is not acceptable to me anymore. This may have been what I've experienced. It may have been what I attracted and I'm done. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Let's move on. So what if, what if someone, you know, is in a relationship and they're realizing this for themselves, you know, at what point do they 
realize they need to transform themselves first. Like it's not mm-hmm. necessarily about the other person or, or do they just up and get out of it? Such a beautiful, amazing question. Um, what I would say is first, if we can, oftentimes not everyone is as conscious um, as you are, maybe like some people, um, like if you're in a situation that is really frustrating, like uh, like a relationship where where you feel like like you're not being treated the way you should be treated or whatever it is, um, the best indication so far is just to acknowledge your own dissatisfaction within the relationship. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you know, sometimes like it's, it's leaving, but then it's also, instead of just leaving right away, it's also look, and this is of course, if it's not like, you know, like a, like a domestic violence situation. Right. Yeah. Like emotional. Yeah. Yeah. Like get, get out. Um, but you, so what, regardless of what the situation is, like, let's say that there's not, um, or like, even if there was physical abuse, there comes a point where introspection is needed and it's where you can ask yourself, why, what is it within me that has allowed this type of treatment? And talking about um, different types of abuse or being with somebody who doesn't like respect you as much or whatever it is. One of the laws of love is the law of sacrifice. And the people who, and, and I discovered these laws of love through all of um, the work that I've been doing with clients for the last few years, Mm. but the law of sacrifice, this is when there's almost this compulsion to not think about your own needs and to do whatever it is that your partner or the person that you're dating wants you to do. Mm -hmm. And one example of this that we see sometimes happening, like if you're ever like at the grocery store and you look at like those different magazines um, (laughs) I I have, um, it's, it's kind of like, you know, please your man, all of this stuff. Yeah. And what I call that whole thing is like, it's like find him and keep him. You know, it's like, yeah, like, you know, attract your guy in, um, you know, m- merge with what he wants and don't, don't be yourself mm-hmm. <laughs> because if yeah. you're, you know, he may not like you. And the crazy thing about that, Rachel, is that it works. It works. Like you can get um, a guy with that or whatever. Um, however, there comes a time when the person realizes that she has not been truthful about her needs or who she is and a lot of resentment can build up yeah over time so when I see a client who's in a situation like that is people who 
who are affected by the law of sacrifice. These are like the really giving people. Like they're like, you know, the people who everyone calls when they need something, they're really giving and generous with their Mm -hmm. time. And they're so empathetic and great at, at understanding what other people's needs are. Um, which this is, these are all beautiful traits. However, it can get dysfunctional when the person sacrifices their own needs and desires and puts others ahead of them. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't, it doesn't end well. Would that also tie into um, like the need for validation and approval through that? Like they yes. think that's the only way to be loved? Yes. So with that, there's something that I call the law of perfection. And by the way, these laws of love, we are at love renegades. We like to break the laws of love because the laws of love are all illusions that separate you from love. Mm, So I wanted, I was like, I realized that I didn't say that before. Um, But the law of perfection is when we really sacrifice who we are authentically to gain approval or validation because then we feel like it is safe to be ourselves. Mm -hmm. Like when others approve of us. Yeah. And the thing is, is, um, and I've so done this, like when we go into a relationship um, wanting, like wanting someone else's approval or someone's validation to feel safe within that relationship, what we do is we enter into it from a place of lack or need. And what we end up doing as far as, um, you know, relationship karma is concerned is we create more circumstances where we're always seeking that approval or where we need that validation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and it just further disconnects us from the love that we can experience if we were more ourselves. Yeah. These are amazing. So how do you, have you observed or are there like a certain number of laws of love that you work with? There are, as far as I know, there are six of them. Okay. And so we have the law of control. We have the law of sacrifice, the law of drama, the law of perfection, the law of absorption and the law of satisfaction. Oh, wow. So yeah, I need a little more. (laughs) I want to know more, a little more details on the other four because you've shared two of them Uh, so far. So the law of control, this one's a fun one. And lately I've been, um, I've had a lot of clients who have, who are working with this law of love. Uh, These, these people are very, um, like they're more of like your alpha types and they are like incredible leaders and they're, they can be really good at planning and organizing. And if there, I created a web series a couple years ago that really illustrates each of these, each of these laws of love. It's called the universal love story and it's on my love renegades YouTube channel. Oh, cool. But anyway, one of um, the law of control, there's a part in the law of control episode, which is episode one, where Brittany and I kind of go head to head 
at Love Renegades, the coaching style that I that I use, it's very soul driven and it's very truth teller oriented. And I will challenge people if I see that they're in a law of love. And she was trying to tell me that she would not go online to date. You know, Mm -hmm. it wasn't organic enough. And Mm -hmm. she had very good reasons. However, and I'm not saying everybody needs to go online to date. For some people, like, that's just not um, the most aligned way Uh (laughs) for them to meet people. But however, for her, I, I, I use a lot of intuition and my psychic ability in in my coaching uh I could tell that that was like the outside of her comfort zone thing that she was being guided to do Mm -hmm. and I end up telling her you cannot micromanage this process (laughs) (laughs) you know so law of control people they know what they want and they wanted it yesterday and in their Um, way probably and in their way (laughs) um and they, so my thing for them is like, you need to surrender and not micromanage the process and trust that, you know, maybe you don't know everything. Like these are really smart people, you know, <laughs> and it's, it's always really fun. And it's great when people come back and they're like, yeah, so I wasn't right. <laughs> I don't know everything. <laughs> super fun yeah yeah so so there's three more what are those so we've we've talked about the law of control a bit about the law of perfection the law of sacrifice so the law of drama this is someone who's um really like these people are just gifted with emotions Mm. and with feelings and they're they're um usually like empathic people and they can sometimes be like very charismatic um and so passionate like Mm -hmm. just beautiful passion however they can create so much distraction and I'll say like bs for themselves because they'll just get roped into the drama Mm -hmm. of everything And, you know, when we go to transform our love life karma, like that means that we're committing to making a change. And yeah, a change in ourselves, a change in how we do things. Um, And with change, Rachel, like drama is going to happen. Like that's like kind of a necessary thing. Like I don't know anybody who's done something successfully where there wasn't some type of drama, whether it was like an internal, like kind of tug of war or just, you know, some minor chaos, but where there wasn't just something that happened, but these folks will get carried away and make, and make like blow things (laughs) like out of proportion and put all of their energy into the drama and it's a huge resistance mechanism that keeps them in their comfort zone of not actually changing anything. Mm. And on, um, and on the, um, the law of drama episode, that client ended up firing me, which I oh. thought was so perfect. Too bad it didn't happen on camera. <laughs> That's all I can say about that. Um, <laughs> But you, so a lot of, a lot of self-sabotage, each of these laws of love is about self-sabotage. Mm. 
And so the law of absorption, really, really smart people can get caught up in this. And this happens. And I see it happening for me where (laughs) you've had like so much transformation and so much growth. And um, you can kind of be set on how on how things work. You know, like, it's Mm -hmm. like you become married to a specific way of handling like a relationship issue. Mm-hmm. Or or any other type of um, circumstance, and it can really keep you tied up, um, and it can keep you from progressing a lot. That you can get so absorbed into how you've done things in the past that it's really um, stopping you from stepping into a new level of yourself. So uh, an example of that is Nicole, who represents the law of absorption in the universal love story. She had um, some very clear ideas about dating and what her schedule would and would not allow. And there was um, an attachment to how all things were. And it was a fear of change. Mm -hmm. Because again, if we want if we want to transform our relationship karma, we can be afraid of change. Like fear is, it's a part of the human. It's just a part of being human. However, we can be courageous and do things differently. Mm-hmm. And I and I do uh, coach her through that on that episode. Oh, cool. Yeah, and then and is there one more? One more. So. That one is called the law of satisfaction. And this one threw me for a loop because the woman, like the people, people who have this, they're really accomplished and they're beautiful and they're um, like in their own kind of way, like public figures. And I, like, there were some people where I was thinking like, if this person like really wants a relationship and this person's doing like, you know, all of the things like leaving the house and meeting people, like, you know, things that you kind of need to do. um, Like, why, why isn't this happening for them? And what I discovered was the law of satisfaction and how it's, almost like a reluctance to move forward due to being like so image conscious and it's Mm -hmm. like a fear of vulnerability Mm -hmm. and again allowing that new that new self to emerge and the new self that has the new experiences as well does that make sense yeah I love those very interesting yeah Sometimes I feel like, and I laugh about this. I'm like, who intellectualizes love like this? Seriously? Um, However, I do believe that if we have a frame of reference and a way to see the different different challenges that we have or a way to kind of give us a roadmap to transform that love life karma, then we're empowered to do the healing, the deep healing work. 
that goes mm-hmm. with that. Oh, very cool. And that's the stuff I like, the deep peeling. <laughs> yeah. Yes, because we could like intellectualize it all day, but what oh, it comes yeah. down to is like, yes, like I might be caught up in this law of love and I, I love myself anyway and I am willing to do new things and give my heart space to heal and be heard as I transform my relationship karma. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. Like, thank this you. is good soul stuff. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you so much for saying that. Yeah. So when you say in, in the, you are an illusion dismantler, I love that. Ooh, uh, describe what that looks like in how you work with people. Well, it's like all the laws of love are, they're essentially illusions and illusions are things that really, they seem so true that we may not even acknowledge that they're there. And it's like in the collective conscious, like just these, these thoughts and these assumptions that do not always serve the individual and do not support people in connecting with, as you would say, like with their godly self Mm -hmm. and in really creating and growing and just attracting that love and that relationship and those circumstances that they love. Um, So what I love to do is an illusion dismantler is like just if, if I talk to somebody and I love talking with people, like I, I offer a free heart connection session and these are so much fun for me because someone will let me know, like, this is what's going on in my dating life. This is what's happening in my relationship. And what I can do is I can hone in on not only which law of love they need to break, but also what's real, what is like the misconception and their beliefs, the illusion and that, that unconscious block that's really like keeping them from creating the relationship and the circumstances that, that their heart just craves. Mm Mm-hmm. So, and I love just when I talk to somebody and they are like law of absorption folks, they can get so stuck on what is true. You know, it's like, this is true. And it's like, is it? Like, yeah. <laughs> how, how true is it? Like, how are you liking what this is brought forth for you? Mm-hmm. And as an illusion dismantler, and I understand this sounds kind of sinister, and this is something that I've been able to do, um, for a while is to just kind of detangle or unravel that thinking. Yeah. It's like, well, it, I get why you might think it's true, but it also doesn't line up with universal law Mm. and it doesn't make sense with these other things that you, that you say that you believe. Yeah. That makes me think of something. If if I'm going to pop in here. (laughs) Yeah. So in my relationship with my husband, he has this, this idea that relationships are hard work. And if anything that would come up where like, I want to talk through something, 
I would either get a whatever or just kind of this brushing off, like, well, relationships are hard work. And so one day I'm like, okay, so if relationships are hard work, I'm like, what kind of hard work do you feel you're having to put into our relationship? And he kind of looked at me like, oh, and and I was like, right, because if our relationship was hard work, I would not have married you. (laughs) Yeah. I married you because this was easy. (laughs) Yeah. But um, so that just made me think of that, like one of those ideas or the other people's advice where it's just like this blanket, relationships are hard work. And it's like, well, how about we stop that belief and start believing in ease and lightness and connection? And Yes. And <laughs> if, there, if there's heaviness or hard work involved, it's like, what I would want to know is, where does this come from and what concrete examples can you give me? Mm -hmm. And it's like, what are you avoiding sharing with me? Yeah. Because it's like, if somebody says that, then there are, I've, I've said that before and my husband has said that before and we're, we look at it and we're like, huh, I, (laughs) in my case, I'm avoiding being seen, you know? Because I like that would require that we have like this like vulnerable conversation that mm-hmm. maybe like I like my junior that's my word for ego talked me into not wanting to have mm-hmm. you know yeah. um, but it is so liberating when when I can be with somebody in this very sacred space and help them dismantle those illusions so that they are free and empowered and healed to receive the love that they desire. Mm-hmm. And that's possible. Absolutely. Yes. And I, I just love how this is about working on ourselves. It's not really like, oh, how do we, what do we have to do better or whatever? It's kind of releasing and freeing ourselves and healing our hearts, like you were saying. Absolutely. Yeah, that, that's what is so, that's what's needed. And it's been a huge, huge part of my path and, and how Love Renegades came to be. Because I found, like, I've told my husband, like, I've, you know, I've experienced love before, but I haven't felt as unconditionally loved as I do with you. And he says he feels the same way. Now, that does not mean that we have a perfect relationship, but it means that we give. And what 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 is a perfect relationship yeah. anyway? Like, <laughs> I don't want that. Like, we're we're both committed to a path of growth, and we both accept that you know sometimes like things can get messy, and we both hold space for each other and with what we've created together, we can co-manifest new things as well. So it's like this true soul, sexy, loving partnership Mm -hmm. that we have going on. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Yeah. Oh, I love it. Any last words about transforming love life karma by breaking the laws of love that you want to speak to today? Sure. If there is a 
relationship that you desire, whatever, whatever love life, whatever love life that you want, whatever that looks like for you, first tune in with your heart and acknowledge what isn't working for you. And then notice any thoughts that come up that, that tell you like why it's not working because of him or her or them, or it's because I'm not good enough. Notice these things and ask yourself, is this true? And then know that if you, you can transform your relationship karma by choosing to be relentless in your commitment to creating that experience, the result in the relationship that you want. Awesome. I love it. I know I'm excited to check out your YouTube channel. It sounds like you have amazing content there, but what would be the best way for listeners to connect with you to learn more? Oh, thank you so much for asking. So it's a YouTube channel, which is Love Renegades. Uh, I also have a quiz that is super fun and insightful and awesome that you can take at www.breakthelawsoflove. And that will tell you which law of love out of all the ones that you and I have talked about that Mm -hmm. you um, can focus on breaking first and you'll get some some information, a video from me about that. And there's also my website, loverenegades.com as well. Awesome. Thank you so much, Lauren. This has been awesome. I haven't, this is what you're speaking to is kind of so new to me. You know, oftentimes I interview people, I kind of know things. And so it was fun to just absorb what you're speaking to. And uh, I love what you're doing. It's awesome work. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I love what you're doing. Your work just, I love how I feel when I hear you talk about it. Oh, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Oh, this has been awesome. Thanks. I appreciate you being on. Thank you for having me. Hey, Rev with Rachel listeners, if you haven't already done so, please hit the subscribe button so you get all of the latest episodes. And if you're ready to dive deeper into your freedom and radiant expression, you can get my book, Radiantly Free, Recreating Life and Health from the Radiance of You from Amazon. With that, remember to rev, recreate, enlighten, and vibrate. Thank you for listening. Until we meet again, be love. EWN Podcast Network.